welcome to Chad and the pink-haired communist. Um, I know we said communist, but this is not a podcast about communism. And even though we said Chad, this is not a podcast about date rape. And this is uh, me, Hannah Jones, and... Alec Flynn. And we're two comedians in Denver. We just look pretty different and act pretty different. But one thing we can agree on is a sort of self-obsessed need to pump our opinions out into the world. It's an overwhelming desire. People need to hear what I'm thinking at all times. Yeah. And they'll get used to it. It's okay. Alec and I met, uh, what, two and a half years ago? Two and a half years ago. Jesus um, Christ. Yeah, it feels like a long time. <laughs> um, and we met through through doing stand-up comedy together at open mics and such. And then, and then later shows when he got good. <laughs> <laughs> God. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's okay. Not wrong. He's young. I'm not being mean. He's just young. We're like the same age, pretty much. How old are you? I'm 24. I think there's a really big difference between 24 and 26. I think two years is not a big difference, but I think 24 to 26 is a really, really big difference. Explain. Okay. When I was 24, I lived in a minivan. And now I have a Roth IRA. So it feels really <laughs> different for me. <laughs> Maybe not for everyone. <laughs> Maybe not everyone had that experience. Yeah, it kind of but... just sounds like a you problem. <laughs> okay, fair enough, fair enough. Um, hi, welcome to the show. Um, this is our first episode. We're so excited to be here. Okay, let's get into the topics that we talked about. Absolutely. Start me off. Right, right, right. Alex been moving this week, um, so that's why I came up with the topics because I didn't want to ask too much of him ultimately moving because I already God. I already wanted to call him a Chad in my podcast idea. So and I let that slide. Um. Okay. Yeah. Tell me about moving because I just walked in here and my first impression. Every place that Alex has lived in since he moved to Denver has been like one of those soulless Denver apartment buildings that are like very gross with like weirdly high ceilings for no reason and um and he's had no furniture mm-hmm. and every yep. every dude i see Please, in tell the me more. whole <laughs> building is like it looks like he's in a fraternity and like scares me to a certain degree okay but <laughs> yeah but you did move it got any more qualms <laughs> a really cute little it's more like a townhouse kind of situation yeah, it's, with like it's room street to level. garden. You can garden. There's lots of parking. You're in a neighborhood with mostly houses. Yeah. And you can grill. And I just think that's such a good choice for you. He's a little, he's a Well, you know, the, the, I'll say this, like the, the two years isn't a lot, but from 22 to 24, it's a big difference. You know, 100%. you, you want to live in a frat house because yeah. you came from the frat and now you're, now I'm like, I need uh, space. I need space. I need quiet. I'd say the biggest thing is the quiet aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Like where I was before, it was like cool location because it was a lot of like, you know, shops, coffee shops, things of that nature. But now here, it's just relax yeah and the crazy thing about having a car is that you can just kind of go to coffee shops i mean far be it from me to um sort of devalue a walkable community but i just think that like this location is like still fairly center center still very walkable i walk everywhere in a neighborhood and it's cute and there's a sense of community and it's not like it is fun because, like, I'd say neighbor. You get to see like with neighbors. Like when I walk, I do like a m- walk every morning around here. Mm-hmm. And uh, when you own your own house, people really get the independence to decorate 
however they want. Yeah, absolutely. And that's either really funny or really scary. Or I shouldn't say it's Ooh. either really nice because like some elaborate women, on scary because it's we're not close to Halloween. No, I know. So if you're walking by houses and your first impression is scary, that's a little. Yeah, there's one house in this neighborhood like where the woman's just got a lot of Jack Skeleton um, paraphernalia on the yard. And I'm like, this is a little early for that. OK, wait, she sounds cool as fuck. <laughs> I want to be her friend. Yeah, she probably listens to Fleetwood Mac and to Crystals. Everyone listens to Fleetwood Mac. They're a very popular band. Especially Especially witches. <laughs> really? Dudes, is that like an alternative girl thing to listen yeah. to? Huh. Okay. I thought just everyone did. My Whenever social my circle t- is homogenous. So. <laughs> that's everyone in your. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's all your friends. That's like every girl is also a witch. All I'm saying is every time I've had my tarot cards read, um, they started playing um, just like the one winged dove. Just like the one winged yeah. dove. And I'm like, I need to get out of here before I get cursed. That's so crazy because I think of, I mean, you like a lot of like kind of older music. I like a lot of older. I love Fleetwood Mac, but I'm just saying it's just sometimes there's a whole combination of of like didn't get the vaccine, likes Fleetwood Mac, <gasps> crystals. Oh my God. Wait, you're telling me there are witchy girls who didn't get the vaccine because that is not the kind of witchy girls I know. <laughs> Hold on. Do I need to go back to the community and, and get some people in line? You need to go back to... <laughs> Go back to the community. I also act like I'm like I'm speaking for witchy girls. I have You're really not a witchy I girl. I only have a couple of crystals. I am very good at winged eyeliner and it makes me feel like I can sort of speak on witch issues. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being a hundred percent serious right now. I do I know feel you're like 100% serious. just because I'm very good at winged eyeliner that I am a member of that community and I will tell them to get the vaccine well, and you, they'll listen to me. Yeah, I believe you can you can go right it. You use a lot of words like misandry. Um, 100%. You use a, a lot of big words like that and they're like, yes. That's a three syllable word, but you know. <laughs> a lot of big words. Good try. <laughs> I, try but, I don't know. Moving. If, if two syllables you're max, you're going to be pretty limited <laughs> from here on out. So Moving is weird because I feel nobody moves all their stuff at the same time or at least I try not to I'll do little things first like Mm. because if I can just go over there earlier and then I do bigger things so within like within a weekend is what I'm saying you know it's so funny I don't know if I've told you about how I move but I'm obsessed with I have a psychological obsession when I move I have to move absolutely everything over the course of a day one day because I cannot sleep if I am living in two places at once like if my bed's in one place like maybe I'll take over some random like fridge or like cleaning supplies I can take over early but like I can't take over any of my furniture any of my clothes it's like once some of my possessions are there all has to be there or else I won't sleep wow so so even if it takes me a long time it's still one day because I didn't sleep Does that make me a narcissist that I define a day by how often I get to sleep? Maybe, maybe, maybe. That makes you a witch. <laughs> but that's interesting because do- it doesn't stress you out to have some of your stuff in multiple locations. No. Or it does stress you out. You've been stressed lately. Well, it just, it doesn't, that part doesn't stress me out. It's just the moving and like getting, being like, oh my God, I got to go back and get it. Like yeah. that does piss me off. I just don't have like the bandwidth to really do everything in one day. Like the yeah. mental bandwidth. I will say I, I'm glad I got out of there because the, the place I was in before, like mm-hmm. I have this, um, like you can see the pool 
from the parking garage and the parking garage goes like all the way around the pool. So sometimes, you know, you always like go around, you're like, Hey, let's look down. Who's at the pool. You know, what's going on down there. And I'm like looking down and I'm like, cause it's, it's a creepy move. Not going to lie. Yeah. It's, it's a look down at there. hundred percent. But then I looked up and I saw another guy from the other side of the parking lot doing the same thing. And I was like, Hey, and he, Two like, creeps I, bonding I gave him a thumbs night. up and then he just shook his head at me. Yeah. He was like, let's not pretend we're proud of this. <laughs> We've been caught in a terrible, terrible situation. <laughs> I was like, come on, man. I love that you just wanted to fully own it. Yeah, I was like, come on. I Well, we both saw each other. What is he got? I, I, I can't. Come on. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I wouldn't. <laughs> Personally. Place That's sucked crazy anyway. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's delightful, though. It did suck, though. It did suck. It was very soul-crushing. Um, I just, I, I'm feeling very more at home. Um, this is a very more like I'm playing a lot of Duke Ellington in here. So I feel very refined. I'm going to get more plants. Okay. Yeah. yeah. He's a, 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 it's, it's less of a bachelor pad and more of a sort of aging cynic pad. Yep. Love I mean, for, for sure. You. I know. I mean, don't, Hey, don't look twice. I'm going to get a cat and you'll see. <laughs> oh my God. I can't wait for you to get a cat. I'm going to name him Beef. You know, I have a friend, and her dog is named Beef. Uh, that's a great name, isn't it? It's a phenomenal name, <laughs> <laughs> and it's named after the the um vine of the baby that's like Beef. <laughs> I okay, no, she's like I smell like Beef. That that's what she says. That one I might... could do an impression, of it, but but I'm no no no. Hold on. Um, uh, subscribe to our Patreon if you want to get the full me doing that. We don't uh, have I a smell Patreon. like Beef impression. <laughs> They don't need to know. <laughs> um, okay, great. Well, I'm glad that we're all cut up on you. Um, one thing that we wanted to do with this podcast was talk about current events because we always have very different perspectives. It's going to be mostly current events, I believe. Um, I don't like to talk about myself too much. <clears throat> Humble. Uh, but you do, you do like to talk about yourself. Uh, if you want to hear me talk about myself, follow Transplants on uh, Spotify. <laughs> okay, you're keeping all of the good self-content for Transplants. That's no, of course good. not. I'll always divulge to you, Hannah. Okay. Okay, well, so one thing that I wanted to talk about was um, USA Gymnastics. We're currently in the Olympics. Fuck yeah. Yeah, you're pro-Olympics? Uh, no. Okay. I, I don't watch it. I mean, no one's got cable it's these days. How yeah. do you even watch it? In I, the gym. I will say this. I was watching. Mm -hmm. So I still go back to my old apartment to use the gym. Don't tell them I, I'm, I'm doing that. But I go back and I was watching basketball and then I was watching men's volleyball and then I was watching swimming and then like table There's tennis. Olympic basketball? Oh, yeah. Wait, who's on... Who's on the Olympic basketball? Is it like the female, famous guys? Oh, yeah. All the famous In guys. In NBA? All the famous ones. Yeah, it, they just destroy everybody every year. It's Wait, so you're telling me like like Michael Jordan's not on it though? No, Michael Jordan's he's too, too old. old. Yeah. Okay, but... He was on it. LeBron, LeBron is on it? Is, usually he is, so kudos. But not this year. Not this Why year. Why not? He came out with a movie called Space Jam. He's kind of dealing, He's kind of doing that. What? Yeah, he came out with a movie. You didn't know this? I knew Space Jam came out, and 
you know, it makes sense to me that they wanted a basketball player in it again. I, maybe I assumed yeah, that Michael Jordan was going to be in it again. Yeah, no, because he's Or old. maybe I thought it was kind of just the Looney Tunes. It'd be nice if they just did the Looney Tunes. It'd be kind of funny if they did like, well, they had, I don't know. I watched it. It wasn't that fun. My point being, who do you think gets laid the most? Which sport gets laid the most in the Olympic Village? In the Olympic Village? Yes. Okay, well, so that's a good question because it's got to be someone who's like motivated to get laid during the Olympics. So it's probably someone who's having less sex outside of the Olympics because I feel wow. like I feel like most of the um, athletes are probably just like, you know, can generally get it when they want, probably have great relationships that they love or just great situations in general. When they go to the Olympics, they're probably like, I'm a little more tired than usual. I'm a little more stressed. I'm not particularly motivated to have sex. But there's probably a specific kind of athlete that gets n- that gets no puss outside of the Olympics, but then they show up there and everyone's like, okay, maybe I will screw a bowler while I'm here. <laughs> and... <laughs> and then and so that's such an interesting question i so i don't think it's just like who the hottest ones are because i was looking at it from that point of view and i was watching the men's volleyball team and i'm like oh my god men's volleyball gotta be up there oh then the question is okay so probably the gay men are having the most sex in the olympic village because i'd imagine the women are stressed and women can't orgasm when they're stressed the oh, like did not know that. literally no no that's why relaxation is such a big deal particularly for women you have to completely turn the stress center of your brain off because you're if you're experiencing any of those emotions it completely makes you not able to orgasm i get it I not that I, no. women have to orgasm have sex you know historically it's like we don't usually but like right. but we're trying right it's 2021 and i would imagine olympians are probably like if i know i'm not gonna if i know i'm too stressed to come then i'm well not i think sex. most of them start having sex when they know they're out of the medal round when they get disqualified oh my god you're so right yeah so i think that's when like the party starts and they start drinking and like you know like after out. their event is done yeah because that's kind of how like last day of classes is or like finals weeks is right. at on i also want to add that uh i must stress a lot of women out the okay so for you guys listening at home alec was sort of making a joke about how he can't make women orgasm yep a little late on it but I'm going to stand by. <laughs> hey, listen, if you can't make him come, at least that killer amazing joke can. <laughs> no, it's fun. It's a funny joke because... It's um, not. Just move just on. Because your TikTok comments, I'll like go to comment on your video and then it's just 20 women saying rail me. And I'm like, oh, I don't want to be here anymore. Yeah, I don't like this energy. It's a real weird like, energy. Like I was trying to support, but now it just feels like I'm in some sort of room full of desperate women. Yeah, my harem. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you give them nothing. nothing. You reply to zero comments. I don't reply to anything. <laughs> Which is good because for those listening at home, this may tank our viewership. He, he does have a girlfriend. I do so. have a girlfriend. Okay. I've had to, listen, I've had to make some tough decisions. <laughs> well, one on TikTok, TikTok girl in particular we won't got name pretty names. upset. Got pretty upset that he had a girlfriend and she might have 2.3 million followers. <laughs> do we need to cut this out or can we leave it in? <laughs> That's going to be a teaser for the next episode. If you're listening to this podcast and you have exactly 2.3 million followers, which is not exact at all, but if you have around 2.3 million followers and you are very upset by Alex's relationship status, then um, congrats, you're getting mentioned in the pod. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. That's the clip. (laughs) No, I do want to answer your question, though. Yeah. 
the in the Olympic Village, the people who are having the most sex, I would imagine, are probably the divers. Because I Ooh. and this is why. Good this is why. Call. Because I know there are a lot of gay male divers. Um and unlike the swimmers, the swimmers are probably doing really intense cardio on a daily basis to like keep their cardiovascular health. They're probably really tired and don't have room. But I feel like the divers are probably doing a little bit more just like basic power lifting, not really anything crazy. They're practicing some dives. They're doing yeah. moderate cardio. And I don't think divers, swimmers, I feel like, I mean, Michael Phelps elevated swimmers to like a whole nother level. And then Ryan Lochte also brought them to, like, a party boy image. So I yeah. imagine swimmers are also getting laid a lot Yeah, outside of again, the Olympics. Again, and I think divers straight. get no oh, love. And here's the thing. I think straight couples are probably not – oh, like the women's skateboarding team. They're smashing constantly. But I just think yep. straight couples are unlikely because the men are very, like, hetero beauty standards, male Olympians – but female Olympians are obviously like they're super hot and plenty of people will want to have sex Especially with them. Especially those weightlifters. But they're not necessarily just like that carbon copy female beauty standard that everyone's used to. So I'm imagining that maybe a lot of the male Olympians, like their type is not necessarily a female Olympian. Like they're probably going home, right? He's like a he's like a guy you who's who ripped gets... and also pretty dumb. I guarantee you he's fucking a model. He's you know not who... fucking another yeah. Olympian. You know who I think we're forgetting? Fencing. Fencing, I think. I think fencing might it's be up there. It's not that I'm forgetting. It's that I've literally never had a thought about fencing in my life. Exactly. <laughs> you can't forget what you has never registered. Well, you know what's probably nice is like they probably take that, take that mask off and they're like, oh my God, this guy. Okay, interesting. So it's kind of like a Netflix show where yeah. it's like, I like the way he fences. And then he takes a mask off and you're like, oh, I like the way he fences. Do you ever think like when, I mean, that's what I, if I was like, if my was disqualified from my event in the Olympics, uh-huh. do you think those guys just get hammered during the day and then just walk from sport to sport? Like, 100%. Yeah. Because right when you get disqualified from the Olympics. You're stuck there, right? Well, yes. First of all, you're in the Olympic Village. Fun, fun, right? You're in Tokyo. You're on vacation. You are the furthest from the next time you'll have to compete. So yeah. you are the most able to engage in unhealthy choices. Like they're probably just immediately like, okay, I don't have to be at fighting weight for like six months. Where's the dominoes? Right. Facts. All right. What was the thing you wanted to talk about for okay. the Olympics? So I know within we wanna, the Olympics. I think I, feel like I teed it up pretty well. Though. Big hot button issue. I would argue that the only real Olympic thing that anybody cares about is Simone Biles. She's the greatest greatest gymnast of all time, for sure. Not not even a question about that. And recently, um, during the team finals, she kept making mistakes. The team in general kept making a lot of mistakes. They were clearly very stressed. She chose, after a really terrible vault where she didn't even do her normal vault, she did like one that was less difficult and then she still stepped out of bounds on the landing um 
she decided to leave um and everyone was like oh my god is she injured she came back and she was like i'm not going to be competing anymore in the team finals um she cited mental health reasons and later she um clarified that she was just like all these girls worked so hard and i didn't want to like hold them back yeah in any way and a lot of people online, I didn't see any of these people because I don't follow losers and idiots, but a lot think of people. These people, yeah, I was like, you were talking about. They were saying, like, oh, she failed her country. Like, oh, she just, like, gave up. Okay, say what you were going to say, though. Well, yeah, I did read about it. And I think it's, you know, if you're in a team sport, that is a team sport at that point. But here's the thing it's kind of like not a team sport because it's not a team sport in any other context. And they just throw together the best gymnasts in the country. They don't train together, they don't live in the same city. Like yeah. maybe for the last year, I don't, some but of it's them a team. probably train together. But it's a team. Like you're, you're, you're on a team. Yeah, but it's like different from being on like, a like pro team where you all live in the same city you train together all year and you only win and lose as a team whereas right. it's like she's doing sponsorships that are outside of her i just like feel like it's not really a team but sport there's still a the sense of, of accountability especially being simone biles you're definitely the leader of that team you're feeling a sense of accountability for her for like for all the other people like i fucking like good for her like i don't yeah, you know 100%. What? I mean, I think she made the right choice. I fully support her choice. And I also think that, like, if you're, like, mad at an Olympian, then it's, like, you, like maybe go outside and kind of experience the real <laughs> yeah. world. Hey, maybe, hey, go get a bagel. Chill out. Honestly, I do think that most people who are mad at the internet, if you gave them a bagel with scallion cream cheese, if you gave them an Asiago bagel with scallion cream cheese. That's so much cheese. That, I mean, like... You're cheesing on top of cheese. Well, do you? Oh, so, so what would you top an Asiago bagel with, or would you just not have an Asiago bagel? Everything bagel, cream cheese, lox. Okay, fair. If you gave them that, I think they would all cool down. People are mad at the internet. Okay, here's one thing. Because part of the reason that Simone Biles has been so frustrated and so stressed out this Olympics is because she has been purposefully underscored for her new skills that she's like debuting. She's doing shit that's never been done before in competition. It's the triple Lutz cow. And yeah. The Iron Lotus. 100%. And the judges are like very purposefully giving her scores that are less than you would expect given the like different parts of what she's doing. Where was this? And Wait, really? Yeah, 100%. And they have said it's because if we score them accurately, then it's going to essentially like the, they're undervaluing it because they don't want other athletes to be routinely um, attempting them because they're too dangerous. Oh, oh and okay. So they don't want to Everyone I've seen is like very on Simone's side about this. They're like, fuck that. Like, score her what she's worth. And it's like, I feel like I'm really in the minority because I I get their point of view. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, it's because you can't just turn it into like an absolute like meat grinder up on the up on the saddle. Like, you can't turn it into like... <laughs> Wait, sorry. You can't turn women's gymnastics into a meat grinder up on the saddle yeah you can't turn that's what they call it the saddle right you jump off this you jump into the saddle that's men's gymnastics you do a pommel horse 
Anyway, you can't turn into a meat grinder. But there's no sandal. Okay, I agree. I agree because it's they're so dangerous and the judges are like, unfortunately, they're very much in a hard spot, but unfortunately, they do have to decide on the future of women's gymnastics. And they can say, basically, we're going to move it into yeah. you are incentivized with points to try m- less dangerous skills with more perfection and more consistency, yeah. or I we can incentivize more dangerous skills. I think they should apply those rules to every country except for Russia because Russia still obviously has everyone on steroids. Okay, so super, super interesting there. Wait, you want Russians to die is what you just said. Absolutely, fuck them. Okay, we'll run that by legal as well. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, 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 because here's the thing. And it's like, I think Simone Biles is greatest of all time. I'm like, so like, holy shit, girl, Go, do, do what you're doing. But here's the thing. Simone <laughs> Biles the is... of what you know, Jimnat, do it. Simone Biles it is 24. Okay. Wow. And... We should date. This... Oh my God. Um, <laughs> this sport has been routinely dominated especially as time has gone on by younger and younger girls and Simone is a little bit of an exception she's a little bit older than a lot of people who are at the peak of their gymnastics career because as you grow up as a woman your body fat percentage increases and your bones get like a little bit weaker so it's like there's a lot of teens that are dominating the sport she's the only one attempting these skills right now I'm picturing a future where eight years from now the next gymnast who can even attempt these skills because there's no one really who could who could be attempting right now. The next gymnast who's good enough is like a 17-year-old. And then we have someone who's not legally old enough to vote, but we can all sort of like profit off of her attempting yeah. skills that have a very high risk of paralyzation, death, major injuries that's fucked up that that's a very big question for me what if it comes out that like her parents don't want her to but her coach has been encouraging her yeah or or her physical therapist who's no exactly i mean women's gymnastics has a really long history of abuse partially because the the women are so young yeah that's what really enables that culture to thrive and that's why i think that maybe making some policies that really disincentivize dangerous behavior feels like it makes a little bit of sense to me yeah well i also you you touched upon something where it's like profiting here's the thing simone biles like especially if you're in a headspace where you know that you want to do these crazy moves but you cannot get yourself mentally ready to do them and it's become that dangerous you realize like they're not getting paid to be there they're not getting paid to be at the Olympics. You're going to make more money well, off a goddamn... kind of are. You're going to get paid more off a better help uh, sponsorship after this than yeah. you are from like, you know, but the, you once, crush once it. you're in the Olympics, there are certain tiers of sponsorships that you are entitled to. Like, it's kind of like having a college degree in terms of like the influence, the athlete influencer world. Like they do, they have guaranteed paychecks right after the oh, Olympics. I didn't know that. But still, you're going to get paid. Like, you got to like look out for yourself long term. And now I you think do. she's even opened up herself to be um, more of a, a social figure now for mental health for xyz i don't even think it's more mental health i think you know obviously she's not in the right mind space so she doesn't want to do it but i think she's also just doing what's right for her team right maybe now this gives somebody else on her team a an avenue to to be the best or to go and win a gold medal or to you know to step up and lead the country i don't see why like people are just getting on her like that like it's not just her like we're gonna have we had we had great gymnasts before 
Simone Biles. We're going to have great gymnasts afterwards. Like, it's not... I'm so glad you brought that up. Because a post that I saw on Facebook that was, like, fairly viral... Okay, so it was this guy who was talking about how after the Simone Biles thing, he showed his kids a clip from some Olympics in the 80s. Do you remember that famous woman? Her name starts with a K. I don't want to get wrong. Oh, yeah, wrong. she broke her leg? She broke her leg and she landed a vault on one foot. It's so iconic. Everyone remembers yeah. this moment, okay? He was like, this was really iconic in my childhood. I want to show them this clip. He pulled up the video clip and all of a sudden he was watching it and his daughters were like, Ew, like this is not like a fun or iconic thing for them because they're of a different generation. Essentially what you're watching is a girl get injured, look at her coach... And the like coach picks tearfully, her up. like, please don't make me do it. I don't, I'm injured. I'm in so much pain. And her coach is like, you can do this. You can do this. The coach is like, you can and do this. And then she lands a vault on one leg and collapses crying afterwards. That's good girl. And he was like, it's... <laughs> <laughs> You did the correct thing. <laughs> you bring yeah. old metal. Is this like our fact checkers <laughs> double check whether the coach at the time was German, but it feels likely. He was. He was Russian. Do you think Germany and Russia are the same place? Okay. <laughs> you will flip like goddess. <laughs> Okay, so I think that's Greek. <laughs> he was kind of talking about how like it's crazy how much my perspective has changed because when I saw that and remembered it as a child, it was like, wow, like that's a, the heart of a champion. And then looking back on it, he was like, that was a very toxic time of a, abuse of like really young people who like didn't necessarily have the mental capacity to sign up for that shit. Yeah. Well, things were very surface level back in the 80s. Yeah. You know, very surface level. <laughs> Things were very surface level. They watched. They watched the oil that, drilling surface level. <laughs> yeah, they watched that that German coach with the cr- largest mustache I've ever seen carry that girl off, and he's like, "What a good guy." Yeah, they're like, "This seems fine. This seems good to us." Whisper in her ear, "You're going to go again tomorrow." <laughs> <laughs> Should we watch that video? I kind of want to watch it. Okay, yeah, pull it up. Look at this Harry guy. Harry Shrug. Okay, we're pulling up the clip. Um, we're watching it. Mute it, mute it, mute it. You're going to mute it? Or to maybe mute you it. don't. I don't know. I don't know Injuries in sport, they're unavoidable. There's some For athletes, injuries are part of life. But when they strike at watching the Olympic people Games, they wipe can put out careers right now. and legacies in jeopardy. Yeah, I might have to Sometimes watch a pushing the barrier <gasps> oh. is the only way to okay, win a medal. Okay, so sort of what we're Ooh. seeing is a skier just anything goes. face first into the snow, yeah. track star face US first into the sand. Carrie Strug made now her first Carrie Olympic Shrug. Games appearance in 1992. Iconic 80s bangs. Standing at just Slick one back meter and 41 centimeters, bangs Strug's tiny frame looking like, contained a tough, experienced like competitor. Ultimately. And I don't mean that in any way. I mean that like bronze medal cool. in the all around yeah. behind Romania I thought we were empowering the I'm, Soviet I don't think insulting a woman's bangs is, the next few is not empowering her career. personally. But okay, after so 1996 she hasn't had those bangs for like she was 20 back. years. There's and no ready for another shot at that I mean, elusive gold medal. What's her name? She was a member uh, the of the US that, uh, team, led by Bella Caroli, <laughs> a coach famous for well, the incredible really the physical demands that he placed on his Bella Caroli. They say he's a coach famous for his... 
led by Bella Caroli, a coach, a coach famous, famous for the incredible, incredible physical, physical demands, demands that, that he placed on his athletes. On his athletes. That is some, that is some molestation. That is like, it's like he was probably, right? Do we know? Do we know if he has accusations? Let's look that up as well. I don't think so. I think that's just... After a closely fought contest, the US was leading going into the final event, the vault. Bella it was Crowley. down to 14 year Dominic to seal the win. She needed Scandal, to score abuse. nine points. Controversy. Controversy. There it is. To secure the gold for the US. Um, well, they, they characterized his criticized his training methods. It wasn't Verbally and physically, physiologically abusive during workouts. Critical remarks speech. about weight and body type <gasps> were said to drive some gymnasts, gymnasts to develop eating disorders and low self-esteem. You look fat. But Carrie wasn't. Incredible. Just like Mochianu. Alright, here's Alec, Alec Flynn Bad doing Bella Caroli. You will jump. Snap. Heard a snap. Jesus Christ. Strug had torn two ligaments in her ankle. In normal circumstances, that would mean the end of her Olympic Games. <gasps> the US needed one last solid vault to Bella seal Corolli the says, nation's first you go ever out there, gold medal you win me in the medal. team all around. And let's also remember Kerry that wasn't ready they to made go her vault, but also they would have won And anyway. neither was Bella Caroli. He they told had a Strug lead that they needed her beaten. to go one more time to ensure their victory against all the other the girls. All the, oh no, it's she just the Russians knowing they're losing. Second and final Why couldn't vault. someone shut out? All eyes were on her as she sprinted down the runway with a broken fucking Oh my god. Nailed it. USA. USA. The US had crying gold in the team all around. Wow. I mean, that is incredible but also so sad. It's sad, but don't tell me you don't get jacked up on this. This doesn't like get you fired up. Certainly not. But I also like sports don't get it gets me, me fired up in Bella general. Bella Caroli picks her up. You'll be fine. You did good today. Very thin ankles. <laughs> At least you broke a thin, pretty ankle. Yes, yes. You did good, child. <laughs> in general, though, I do remember like um, like always being confused when I played sports about why because I had some coaches that were very much in that like I'll be really tough on you and that will like motivate you and I was always kind of like oh clearly you do not understand my psychology because I'm a 12 year old girl and you can motivate me by saying that if I you know like dive for this ball I played volleyball then like I'll go to a I don't know like the boys would like me or something or I'd have a good job forever they just no they yelled they just at you they were like you're us. worthless right yeah worthless did you ever find that like genuinely motivating or were you just kind of like I'm gonna tune this out so I can motivate myself no I just I had a mental breakdown really I didn't know that yeah my sophomore year of uh, high school over hockey yeah uh, oh my god I don't want any sympathy, but if you want At to give me sympathy, practice? uh, you, that was before. It was before practice. Okay. Yeah, leave sympathy in our podcast reviews and Please. ratings. That's the good outlet for your sort of sympathy toward Send us. Send us a voicemail of your best Bella Caroli impression. Absolutely. And we will play it live on the next podcast. 
Yeah, we're not going to give you a place to send the voicemail, but sort of send it. I will give you a place to send the voicemail. I'll give you a place to send this voicemail. Shut up, Anna. (laughs) You're looking for a place to send this voicemail. Okay, well, I. Give your Bella Caroli impression. (laughs) I thoroughly enjoyed that. Thank you guys so much for listening to our podcast. We'll be back basically weekly. Um, And if you're wondering when we've posted a new episode, you can follow us on Spotify. And you can also follow our individual social media profiles. We'll always be posting when we have a new episode. For me, that's Hannah Jones Cool on Instagram and Twitter, and Hannah Jones Cool One on TikTok. I'm uh, Big Al Flynn on Instagram and just Alec Flynn on TikTok. Awesome. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Goodbye. Make sure you do good in gymnastics. Love it.